Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Disruptive CEO Nation. A topic that is very near and dear to my heart is actually health management and stress management for busy CEOs, entrepreneurs, business leaders. It just, it, I, I think it's personal because I've experienced that burnout, that stress. I know what it does to you. So this episode is kind of like a double shot because we're not only going to talk about health and wellness for a busy executive leader, we are going to also hear this founder's startup story and his journey and why he is so passionate, as well as I know in my gut, he's off to do really big, big things. So I would love to introduce you to and welcome to the program, Muhammad Witte, who is the founder of Soul Detox. Muhammad, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Allison. Again, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really, truly honored to be a part of this network. Yeah. Hey, you are in Brooklyn as we talk to you today. So tell everybody a little bit about the wonderful things that you deliver to the world. Amazing. So over the span of a decade, I've been involved in many startups. And for me, my main purpose is to add value into people's lives, right? Um, of course, by doing so, as an entrepreneur, you have to make sure that the revenue is coming in too, right? Uh, so for me right now, leading the vision of Soul Detox, right? The main thing is to revive a timeless spiritual practice that has existed for thousands of years all across many different, you know, civilizations, faiths, and beliefs. And in regards to actually having people experience and feel balanced and something that, in all truth be told, one of the most powerful experiences you can ever have in the human body or for the human body. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. And I think you know, when you were first introduced to me, um, I investigate all my guests and, and get to know them. And I just could just feel and, and read the potential and and what I was seeing. So explain to our listeners exactly if I went to Soul Detox first, let's talk about what that experience would be for me as an individual. And then let's talk about the business as a business model. So help everybody understand um, how you achieve what you're promising people. Amazing. So the purpose of Soul Detox is to have anybody come in, whether if it's from a business, business to business or, you know, business to consumer and offer a well-rounded approach, right? And what does that mean really is we know that in life, there's nothing that's isolated. Everything is interconnected or connected, right? from the mental, from the spiritual, from the uh, physical, the financial, et cetera. So what ends up happening is a lot of the times when people come in, they're very stressed with life. You know, life is a it's part of life. You, you can't, you know, there's really no way around it. But the idea is there are tools that exist, right? Some known and some not so known that really aid in balancing people out, right? Uh, so the whole point is you want someone to come in, right, with certain concerns, and leave 
a different person. And this is where the slogan, cleanse your soul, feel reborn comes from. Mm-hmm. The idea is someone come inside, right? Experience a one of these, again, time of spiritual practices, or if, for the matter of fact, any of these services that we offer, then leave a new person, so to speak, right? So that's really what the purpose is, to have someone come in, you know, cleanse their soul, once again, have a spiritual experience, even though, once again, this is, it's all interconnected from the physical, right, yada, yada, which I can kind of get into in a second, but then leave feeling reborn, feeling recharged for life again, because we all need it. So one of the main aspects, and I know you have a suite of, of things that people can choose from, but one of the core things that you do is cupping. And not everybody might be familiar with that. So can you expand on that just a little bit more? Correct. So cupping is the umbrella term. You have different types of cupping, right? Cupping, just to kind of like uh, summarize it, it's a controlled inflammatory response. So what you're doing is you're creating a, a suction. It could be with fire. It could be with, with a pump. It could be with many things, right? When you create this negative pressure, which is a suction, the tissue gets pulled underneath the cup, right? So the natural response from the human body is to bring anti-inflammatory agents to the area to help reduce tension and, and pain, right? Now, the one that we do is called toxin pulling, also known as hijama or wet cupping. And the idea is to, stay, to, to, to take it one step further and to actually cleanse the body of the stagnation, right? So what ends up happening is when you create this negative pressure, you're allowing for, again, tissue to be pulled up, it pulls tension, right? It releases dopamine, you feel very relaxed and brings anti-inflammatory agents to repair. But now toxins stay in the body and now the body has to recirculate that back, which can actually be taxing on the organs. So what we do to assist the body is to, again, there's a specific protocol, there are standards, right? It's to create very superficial scratches or incisions and then to reapply this negative pressure and to pull the, the stagnation out. And by doing so, you're allowing the body to then balance itself out, bring fresh oxygen blood to the area and repair, which this is con- considered a controlled injury response. Well, and, and here's the thing I want my listeners mm-hmm. to really understand. And particularly if you're, if you're listening to this with a Western mindset and you haven't explored other things for stress relief, I, I shared, you know, I've had these struggles at different parts of my career. You just, you know, in business, you are in the people business and you have so many people and emotions and energy. There's so many energies around you, as well as your own personal stress that you lay upon yourself. And I, I think we don't spend enough time thinking about the different outlets and resources we have. You know, somebody who doesn't know anything about being an A-type powerful business leader might be like, you need to go to therapy. Not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't have its place. My best friend is a doctor of therapy. But there are other things that I think we owe it to ourselves as busy leaders to try, whether it's Reiki healing, whether it's tapping, whether it's something like cupping, I think we owe it to ourselves to explore these alternative methods to boost our energy system, to boost our immune system, to get things moving. I've been to Asia quite a number of times. You know, there's a lot of different things that you can try from from there. From a joke and say, um, I'm I'm gonna laugh because you know Chinese 
foot massages, if you've ever tried that. I mean, but I think we just owe it to our ourselves. And so Mo, this is where I want to talk, ask you um, about trends in the wellness industry. And I know you have a, a wide background that includes, um, you know, fitness in different ways. So, you know, give us a little background on the trends and, and why this, because then we're going to talk about soul detox as a business model. Beautiful. Yeah. So there, you touch upon many points. First off, I always tell this to people, we're offering options for people that are looking for options. Mm -hmm. If you're content with a certain way and you feel like, hey, you know what, this is 100% great for me, no problem, right? But then there are people that don't feel like that. There are people that are like, hey, you know what, I feel like there's other things. And, I, and I'm one of those people, you know, my personal experience, why I dive into that is that's what led me to this, right? Uh, also, in regards to, you mentioned very important points, uh, you have a lot of executives, et cetera, who are overly stressed and at the same time once again like everything has a place in life uh, healthcare of course has a place right what ends up happening though is a lot of the times people feel like hey you know what there's maybe other avenues that are more unique in its own sense or that cater better to me right for example you had mentioned reiki right so in in reiki same exact idea just different types of reiki and people tend to gravitate towards to what feels right and what makes sense, right? Uh, and this is one of those things where I always tell people, combination's king. It doesn't have to be one or the other, you know? I tell this to people all the time. A lot of times people will come to me and ask me, hey, you know, which is better? I'm like, honestly, you try them all. Try it all and see what makes sense for you, you know? Uh, and that's what makes it so beautiful is that life is has so much options that sometimes we're we're forced into thinking there's only one or two things that work. But in reality, there's a bunch, right? Now, you had also uh, mentioned the, the question in regards to like, you know, uh, the wellness aspect, right? Um, and can you kind of repeat that last question one more time? Because I kind of, so many points were touched upon. Yeah. How, like you said, how you have this background in the wellness industry and you watch all these trends, mm -hmm. but how did you hone in on this as, as this is where you want to build your brand and build your presence? Beautiful. So it's a few things. First off, there's a huge market gap. It's basically non-existent. And I'll tell you why it's non-existent. It's because at first sight, it might look tricky to navigate, right? But again, this is where with immense work and dedication, we figured it out, right? Firstly, secondly, my personal experience. So I've, again, I've been in the startup world for a long time. And there was many times where, you know, you're basically counting pennies, right? And I remember thinking to myself, oh man, you know, I really don't have uh, the funds to go to like a natural doctor. Because typically a lot of natural doctors, uh, you know, they're not recognized by insurances and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, wanna, you need a little bit of cash to uh, take, the, take those steps, which is again, more than worth it, right? So I remember how I came across this specifically, remember it's timeless, right? And I'll kind of touch upon that really quick is uh, it's mentioned so the first people that we have proof that actually tried this are the ancient Egyptians and then the ancient Greeks and then the Chinese. At the same time, upon research, we found that it's mentioned in all Abrahamic faiths, Judaism, Christianity, and also inside Islam, widespread all across Europe, right? Widespread all across the world. And this is, we actually created the history of it. When you actually come, God willing, I'm gonna give you like a little museum tour that we always do. And created artwork just to show how timeless this spiritual practice is. 
So I became desperate. You know, I had low energy, brain fog, anxiety, you know, so many things that I was going through at the time that I was confused about because as someone who, you know, has a lot of experience in like the fitness industry, for example, right? Why is it that I was feeling this? So come to find out there was a lot of stagnation and toxins in the body. So when I got that cleansed out, and again, it was done to me in a very mediocre way. And when I actually experienced this, I felt reborn. And this is where the slogan comes from, cleanse your soul, feel reborn. And one other point, and I know I'm tangering on a lot, but one point that's very important is I forgot what it felt like to feel balanced. And we tend to adapt and think this is how you're supposed to feel. But when you actually get out of that, get pulled out of that, you remember, you totally forget. You're like, oh, this is what it feels like to feel more <laughs> normal, right? But yeah, so that's really what the main driver was. It was my personal experience. And at the same time, once again, just seeing so many people benefit in ways I've never seen before. Well, like I said, when you came um, across my desk, I wanted to speak to you because this isn't just a storefront in, in Brooklyn. I know you've raised 400000 in pre-seed money. I know you have a big vision. Um, I know if our listeners go and take a look at your website, which is getsoldecox.com, correct? Getsoldecox.com, um, correct. That... Um, I can see because you also are passionate about training people on practitioners on how to do this. And, and you can see the inklings of uh, a bigger mission and, and vision at play. So tell us a little bit about where it is that you hope to take this brand and what you think you need to do to get there. Beautiful. So hence the training. So technically there's no regulations. And what we're doing is, you know, you meet people, we're kind of scattered all over that do it very privately, but I've had a lot of other clients come to me from other practitioners. Again, I do a very private, you know, very, I don't want to use the word ghetto, but you know, just basically <laughs> very, not like the ultimate standards that you, you know, one should, uh, one should have. And you realize that, you know, there's no proper foundation in the United States for this. Mm -hmm. So this is where all detox comes into play. The whole purpose of Soul Detox is to not only make this mainstream all across the United States, but all across the world too. And you do have many people that do practice this all across the world, but I've traveled abroad as well. And I found even internationally, it was done, you know, mediocre. Again, there isn't this high end approach to it. There's no protocol, so to speak. Very basic, right? Very basic approaches that, that they have. So what we're doing is again certain certain strategies I could share certain you know uh, yeah you know, of course kind of like, right? but the idea is once again is to revive this all across the United States and then the world. <laughs> you just have small goals, just small goals. Very, um, very <laughs> no, I I think this is good. One of the questions that I I have to ask you because this is you know we talk about um, it does exist. But you're, if you're kind of early to market with it as a, a core brand and as a big thing, um, do you worry about how quickly you can get lift and, and get that branded foothold before others start going, oh, oh, wait, there's a, there's a market there I haven't tapped. Um, so tell me some of the things that are 
you know, stressing you as kind of um, more of an early stage, you know, entrepreneur in this particular business? So we are, great uh, question. We are rapidly growing and scaling. And for me, the only stressor is, which is actually a good stress, you know, it's to be able to keep up with our growth, right? Uh, when other people do it, I'm not worried because there's something called blue ocean and red ocean. Have you ever read that mm -hmm. book? Yes. All right. The idea is to build something so big and grand that it's completely irrelevant if other people are doing it, you know? And, and again, you know what? I power to you because we're on the same vibration in regards to seeing the value. Now, how to approach it, that's a different conversation. And again, I have spectacular people on my team. And first and foremost is my faith in the old creator and then in the faith of what he blessed me with uh, as, a, as a human being. And for me, uh, there's no intimidation, no nothing. If anybody actually even wants advice, I'll be more than glad to give you, you know, as much advice as can be. And who, who knows? Probably even a line down the road. So that's where, you know, again, the idea is to take this as big and far as possible. And keep something in mind, though, too, Allison. It's not one thing we realize is it's not just about this one service, even though it's the core, mm -hmm. it's about approaching it from a wholesome, a well-rounded yes. approach. Because it's not just this that's powerful, it's as powerful as it is. But once again, there's many other factors that the human being needs. Okay. Let's talk about marketing and sales strategy and channels. Um, what is your current approach to market uh, and customer acquisition? So we have we have different approaches, of course, and we're always continuously adapting. But for us, there's no denying that performance marketing makes the most sense. You know, you don't want to just sit there and kind of just like experiment, so to speak. The numbers have to be there. The 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 data has to come with that, right? Certain thing we've tried and work decent certain things that we tried and kind of like yeah you know and then certain other things that we tried and picked up a lot more traction so there's no denying that the performance aspect and the data is needed that's super critical so that way we're not kind of just like you know throwing a bow and arrow <laughs> to the dark so to speak right you looked like and you were making because I, I can see you as we record this you looked like you were making like a slingshot like i'm just going to slingshot my money in lots of different mm -hmm. directions now i'm a big believer in performance marketing yeah. as well hey any collaborations that you're doing um as you're trying to lift this brand to uh wider knowledge yes actually a very good question we've actually some partnerships at the same time some uh, collaborations uh, we've built partnerships with like hydrofacial for example uh, we've also built partnerships with Dermalogica. Uh, they're, again, very big in the beauty world. So one thing that we also offer is, you know, again, the well-rounded approach, which is the beautification. You have health and wellness, beauty, and then relief, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. We're having a well-rounded approach that anybody that comes to us, right, will leave feeling, once again, internally and externally feeling spectacular, right? So we've built partnerships with, once again, Hydrofacial and uh, Dermalogica, which are in the beautification world. Uh, collaborations with many influencers. Funny enough, we even had like the mob wives here the, the, the other day. Uh, and again, you know, <laughs> well, one thing you realize though, is we can all connect no matter who you are. You can be a billion dollar CEO or executive. 
or you could be a regular layman, but we all need to take care of ourselves, right? And that's really critical in that regards. Especially for those of us that live before the bio implants are here, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's a whole other mess. But, but, <laughs> but the idea is, any, funny enough, uh, we were actually, my business partner and I, we were at the, the RSA. You ever heard of that? It's like a big yes. tech. Yes, I we know RSA. Just we were just there uh, in San Francisco uh, last week. And the idea is we've noticed something very, it's like a universal kind of like, how do I word this? Uh, kind of everyone's missing something, and that's the human element. See, everyone is so focused on this new, you know, AI, which is great, spectacular, right? In many ways, pros and cons, right? And everyone's so focused on the security, right? Performance, the automation, but people are forgetting the human element that has to be integrated in all this, anyway, right? You can get all the advanced technology that you want, but if the people that are running the show are not being taken care of, burnout is going to happen. And this is one of the biggest things that's been occurring in a lot of these top executive uh, businesses, et cetera, is the burnout. People are burning out mm -hmm. and not understanding how to what balance themselves out. And this is where now we're also, so we have the business to business and then the business to, to consumer, right? B2B, B2C. So from the B2B, these big heavy hitters have to really make the intention to, hey, we have to take care of our the people that are part of the team because the biggest concerns now are the lack of skills and talent, right? There's a shortage. And I know that there's been a big like firing speed, but spree, but the idea is how about the remaining people that are left on the teams? You know, they're working days on end, especially inside like 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 the the business the tech world, for example, right? They're working days on end and you know, I've seen people in that industry who were fairly fit become like almost twigs because of that stress. Right? Well, and Mo, this is what I started off saying, right? Is is business is people. And the hardest thing that I do as as a as a leader is respond to the people that work for me. Um I can, you know, I've got stories of, you know, business kind of catastrophes. And I can step up and, and deal with those because you put your problem solving skills to work and you do that like sprint burst and solve that problem or deal with that emergency. But it's the day to day management and human interactions. That's what kind of wears you, starts to wear you down. And, and you need to invest in yourself because it's not what it costs you. It's what you lose by by not. And, you know, as you said, get rid of that brain fog, get that energy back. Um, and you've got to do something for yourself. So on that note, I want to talk about, you said this human experience, you're talking about replicating um, this flagship store that you've started with in Brooklyn. Um, my question is, what are some of the parts of the, the country that you're looking at heading to next? And what are your conversations around how do we make sure this is a consistent experience? Correct. So it's important the people that you target are the ones that are going to be conscious and receptive. So the places that we're going to, of course, focus on are the wellness conscious states. You know? And there's a bunch of those scattered all, all over. But the idea is not even just physical locations. Again, I kind of give you like a little 
taste of what we're working on. There's also like a licensing that we're working on as well, mm-hmm. right? So technically, it doesn't even just have to be a physical entity. We can also be able to what license out what we're doing to other practices, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it doesn't even have to be by soul detox only, so to speak. But that's the idea. The idea is to lay, we're laying down the foundation in the United States as we speak, right? And then again, you have, you know, some people kind of scatter around doing it, you know, very privately, you know, nothing like big and grand, but that's the idea. Also, once again, it's to be integrated. So the integration aspect, and again, I know a lot of these big businesses, et cetera, love the word uh, integration, especially nowadays, right? Integration and intersectionality. Those are the words we like. (laughs) There you go, right? So that's the idea. You want it to be able to be easily accessible and the only way to do that really is by the integration aspect right or avenue um, and actually let me share something with you right here by Gartner uh, 99 and I know this is more towards the security but kind of give you like how human element is very important 99% of firewall breaches are due to misconfigurations and not because of flaws in the firewalls so basically that means is people are dropping the ball, so to speak, because they are not performing optimally. And this applies all across the board, no matter what the industry, no matter who, what, right? It's always that we have to take care of ourselves in order for us to give the best performance. If I don't get proper sleep, for example, I'm all over the place. I'm a big mess. I can drink as much caffeine as I need. I still feel very tired. So again, these small components, so to speak. Well, hey, we come up on our time and it's been great to have you as a guest. My last question for you before we close is every entrepreneur, every business builder needs to be able to keep their eyes on trends and have a circle of trusted advisors. So mm-hmm. can you tell us just a little bit about where you turn to anything you you read, you listen to, or your kind of... Um, places you go to get advice anything in that realm you could share with us yeah so take care of yourself so that way you can take care of others which is what your point is and i can't believe the time went so fast oh my god I was having <laughs> so with you allison you're a lovely person so a few things there's the for me spirituality is very important you know be thankful keep learning as you're saying Read books like, you know, Think and Grow Rich. Read books like Blue Ocean, you know. Uh, look at, you have, for example, Allison's a lovely role model, right? You also have people like, who are, again, succeeding. So you always want to look at people that are doing it and that have a formula. Marcus Lomonas, you know, very spectacular uh, entrepreneur. Uh, Cody Sanchez, once again, she's amazing in regards to, you know, uh, buying boring businesses, so to speak. So there's many different avenues that you can do. Just always look at people that have it done so to speak so that way you can kind of copy their formula which they make easily accessible by the way these are very empowering individuals and really just just stay plugged in surround yourself with like-minded people if you feel like there's a group of friends that are not on the same mindset that's okay just you can keep them as friends but limit it so to speak and just really go to networking events uh and just organically grow focus on what your purpose is and you start attracting people. Like for example, Allison, blessing. She just, you know, we just gravitated towards each other. And same exact idea with anybody in that same entrepreneurship or empowerment uh, environment, so to speak. Well, thank you for being so lovely. I always like to ask my guests, 
if people want to know more, where should they go and what should they do? Amazing. So you can either go on our website, getsoulbetox.com, or if you want to, you can contact me on my LinkedIn. I believe we are provided the information, the links. Uh, you can always message me. I'm, I'm more than down to have a conversation. Once again, you have any questions, any ideas, if you see a, a alignment possibly, let's have a conversation. I'm always about it. Well, thank you so much. Hey, and to our listeners, if Muhammad said something that you think somebody else needs to hear, or if you think somebody else needs to connect with him, please pass along a copy of this episode. As always, we love it when you give us a rating. If there is another disruptive CEO that you think I need to speak with, send me a note at connect at allisonksummers.com. Until we speak again, keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Muhammad, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so much, Allison. It's my honor. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.